What up, what up, what up, party people in the building? How you doing? How you feeling? CMCC's The Movement, Change Media, Change Culture. I'm Threat Brown, here with yours truly. Dorothy Anthony. And the Wrecker Stowe. Purple Style Productions. Oh, yeah. So, we've been gone for quite a bit of time, uh, but we're back. Got some new upgrades on a lot of the different things that we was wanting to put together. And so, me and Dorothy Anthony and... The record store with CMCC. Uh, we want to come and share some information with you guys. And we're going to start segueing into a lot of different series, mini series on certain things. Uh, but the most of this session right now is going to be based off of topics of information uh, from reliable sources, influencers. And I believe the topic of this discussion for quite some time, we're going to run with this, this, this concept for a minute until we fully unpack it and we start to tap into the frequencies of what it is and what it all means and how reliable is this information so with that being said dorothy what do you have to bring to the table with that well let's let's start with how this came about I okay guess. yeah that's working uh you brought the idea to the table that we start talking about a couple of highly influential mm -hmm. artists who are no longer with us now very much uh prince and michael jackson rest in peace rest easy both of those guys brought a lot of influence to the music industry, not just as musicians and um, entertainers, but also with the messages that they put in their music mm -hmm. and, and that they brought on and off stage. Mm -hmm. And because of that, and, and the message that you want to bring with Change Media, Change Culture, it's in alignment with that. Very much. Right? Mm -hmm. So you decided that you wanted to start with them as far as highlighting some of the messages that they brought and what they stood for mm -hmm. and what they said that is probably reason for why they may not be here truth the basically matter. if yeah. you want to really get down to the mm -hmm. the meat and potatoes right yeah so uh we're gonna start with prince yes we are and so for all you prince lovers out there all you purple soldiers uh, I don't know much about the whole format of how Prince's following is. I know I used to listen to Prince a lot growing up. And I also realized that I like a lot of Prince's messages and the music that he was creating. And then one of the things that me and Dorothy's going to do now is that we're going to pick certain songs and we're going to go through the song by lyrics. And we're going to unpack and expose some of the truth within the content of the music. And then with both of these artists, like like Dorothy said, these are extreme influential people. These aren't just people that do music. These are people with conscious and they have messages throughout all of their information. And so when you have influencers like that, that work for an industry that they are a part of in the beginning, but towards the end of their careers, they start to be more verbal about the things that they were noticing within the industry and the things that they noticed was being uh, personally done to them. And they both segue out on the same terms, like retaining the rights to their masters and, you know, a lot of the things that was theirs. And then you hear how they speak about the industry. And I think that that's one of the important components to us as viewers, fans, and people that follow these musicians and these artists. The reason why I feel that that stuff is important is because if we hear them speaking about the fun things of life, then we take it into consideration. Mm. And when we hear them speak about the truth and the darkness of the industry, then those two are things that we should take in consideration. Or the world. Or the world, for sure. You know, and so in unpacking those things, both of them started to leak out on what the industry was about towards their demise. And unfortunately, uh, we lost two great people that had a lot of information. And then when we look at us as the population in the world, music controls 
a lot of us, you know, when it comes to influence. And so that's what we want to start tapping into. And so, again, like I said, we're going to start to unfold some of these lyrics on songs and then we're going to pull out a few things. And then we want you to share your information and share what your point of view and your perspectives are. Uh, we're not here to debate. We're not here to argue with nobody about anything. We're just pulling and extracting lyrics and messages from music and displaying them. And then when you realize who the message is coming from, then if you're a believer and you're a fan, then you have to take that message into consideration because they have to be discreet when they're putting it out there to some degree. I think with the state of the world right now, everybody being on lockdown and quarantine and this crazy virus and stuff going around, I see a lot of fans having fun pulling his music back out. And there's nothing against that at all because mm -hmm. we all have to get through it, right? Very much. And I think that's why he put you know a lot of fun music out. But I think we forget about the depth Mm -hmm. of some of his music and some of the messages that he put out there and some of the stuff that he talked about that is in alignment with what we're going through. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to do because he's not here anymore to put it in our face yeah. and sing about it and, and write new material and mm -hmm. highlight it. So I think that's why we decided to go ahead and start this now. We've been talking about doing it. Yeah. But I think we had the discussion... Sorry, if you hear me struggling here, because I have two dogs that are. Mr. Nelson <laughs> and Scrappy-Doo. But that's why we wanted to start now, because all the stuff that's going on. And then we wanted to start trying to highlight some of the stuff, because as we started unpacking some of these songs the other day, I hadn't heard some of this stuff in a long time. And I was like, man. Mm -hmm. It's spot on. Yeah. It's on. stuff that he wrote 20, maybe longer than that, but it came out 20 some years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to start with as far as content, mm -hmm. stuff that we feel is in alignment with where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. And then we'll move into deeper mm -hmm. stuff that, yeah, yeah we'll go there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I want to chime in and say one quick thing, too. This is the reason why we say CMCC as far as the change media, change culture component is because we're being entertained because a lot of our favorite celebrities and our favorite artists and stuff, they were paid to do a specific job. And a lot of them got into the industry without the true knowledge of what beast that they was working for and working with until the distance into their careers that they started to realize that I'm a slave, you know, to this industry. Uh, you see Prince and hear Prince talk about it throughout his music and you hear Michael Jackson talk about it throughout his music. And then you hear a lot of the young artists and stuff up until this point talking about it in the music. So with that being the way that it is, I feel that the change media, change culture component comes from us taking those same artists that's been entertaining the people for a long period of time and start to pull the importance out of what the message is really displaying. And then we want to pull that back in conversation from the lyrics and start to share the truth so that way we could change. And we change the culture by changing the media and how we change the media as far as CMCC, the record store, Purple Styles production, and how we change the culture and the media is by producing with you the actual messages within the thread of the same artist that was entertaining, but trying to give us knowledge and keep us up on actual game. Yeah. So certain things that we highlight, certain artists that we highlight, certain messages that we highlight and put out there, and then the content that we create and mm -hmm. put out there. Mm -hmm. We're mindful about all that Very stuff. Very much. So So with that being said. So we have a list of songs that we're gonna unpack from Prince. And the first one that we're gonna start with is The War. If you're a casual Prince fan, you may have never heard of this song. It's from a live performance at Paisley Park in 1998. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. It was basically a jam session that he did at Paisley Park. 
that was 20 minutes or so long. And I don't think anybody that was there knew exactly what they were in for, mm-hmm. which usually was the case, but especially right. that night. Because <laughs> it was one of those things where Prince was known to be moody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think people probably just chalked it up to, well, he's in one of his moods. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But really, when, you know, especially looking back on it now, he was, he had some things to say yeah. and it made sense. Mm-hmm. So we just listened to it and. I've known about it since it came out. You have only just known about it since I brought it to your attention maybe a few weeks back. Right. What, what do you think about it? Honestly, by the way it was presented, I thought it was like fairly new. Mm. I thought it was a song from between the last five, six years. Nope. You know, because of what he's talking about and because of the content of it, I thought it was fairly recently. Um, but <clears throat> what, so what I think about it, I, I believe it's spot on. It talks about a lot of important pieces. It talks about a lot of what people consider conspiracy theories. It talks about a lot of that. And now that you're telling me that the song was done in 1998, it only makes more sense as to why I'm ready to unpack a lot of his music because a lot of his music was um, very informative about a lot of things. And we're going to also get into some of his interviews and stuff, but um, so I think, I believe that it's spot on. And if you're a real diehard Prince fan, not just for the entertainment, but for the message overall, then you would understand that this is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty important and pretty deep information. So, uh, it's, it's a 26 minute long jam, um, for people that aren't going to want to sit through that. If you start it at around seven minutes and go to around 16 minutes, you're going to get mm-hmm. the the beef of it. Mm-hmm. Um, around that, like the beginning and the end of it is mostly instrumental and mm-hmm. just kind of jamming. So, um, But to get the message that he's, that he's speaking of, which we're about to talk about now, uh, seven to about 16 minutes, you'll get that. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the lyrics is what we're going to discuss now. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, um, he talks about, well, first of all, he tells everybody that if you're not willing to be challenged, mm-hmm. you can leave. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where, you know, like he ain't playing. It's real. Right. And uh, he's always kind of been that way. Like I was just telling you the other night about, um, the one night alone concerts in mm-hmm. 2002, he didn't, he didn't so much tell people that they could leave, but basically mm-hmm. like you know he was he was in his spiritual music yeah and he wasn't willing to compromise not, that right mm-hmm. so it's like if if you're here to hear you know little red corvette or whatever that's not what i'm here for mm-hmm. you know so he he wasn't willing to just conform because that's what you want to hear mm-hmm. and, and he, in fact he had you know um said in a few songs that you know why are you giving people what they want when you ought to give them what they need mm-hmm. So that's what he was about. So as far as these lyrics go... Um, and the name of the song again is? The War. Okay. Um, he chants throughout the song, one, two, the evolution will be colorized. And you said that... The, the Black Panthers? The Black Panthers had said that back in the day. So yeah. there's that. Um, he asks, do you love your country? Do you love your God? And do you love your country as much as you love God? Mm-hmm. 
Facts. Right. And so unpacking that part. Right. So for anybody that hear that part, uh, do you love your country? Do you love your God? And do you love your country more than your God? That segue into whatever you want to interpret it as. So I'm going to give you my interpretation of uh, do I love my country? I mean, first and foremost, um, the country that's been formed, I can't say that I got too much passion for it because I understand the colonization component. So uh, what it is now, no, I'm not too in love with it before what it was. Yeah, I understand it. And then do I love my God? Yes, I do love my God. And so do you love your country more than your God? That challenge, that's the challenge. Right. That's challenging your faith and it's challenging your obedience to the system. Mm-hmm. For lack of better words, for me, right. that's exactly what I get from that when he's asking me that question. Or your music. patriotism. Or your patriotism, facts. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's what I take away from that. I don't know how everybody else feel, but to me, that sounds cut and dry. Right. You know, from Nat's perspective. Pretty and, much. And I'm going to run with that. Yeah. I mean, that's simple for me. Yeah. I mean, if you. Generally, people are going to say, well, yeah, I love my country. This is America and mm-hmm. we're free. Mm hmm. Well, depends on... Clearly, we locked down in quarantine right now, so how <laughs> right. free are you? Right, you know. It depends on what perspective you look at it, Yeah, you know? very much. Um, compared to some countries, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, we have it pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Whatever. But, uh, of course, I love God. Mm-hmm. If I have to pick between God and my country... Come on, now. God's always going to come first. <laughs> always coming first. So, there's that. Yeah. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Um... But now he goes a little bit deeper. He says, if the government wants to put a microchip in your neck, do you still love your country? Hmm. So. Unpacking that. (laughs) Understand, this is not just music. These is messages. Right. This is knowledgeable information that people need to be paying attention to. And again, if you are a Prince fan and you're a Prince lover and you're a person that, of, of those who speak truth, mm-hmm. this message has to hit you somewhere logically, right. analytically, and not just as pass off as genuine conversation. Right. If, if you, how did it say it again? Um, if the government wants to put a microchip in your neck, do you still love your country? You have to ask yourself, what are we dealing with right now? Microchipping. Yeah. We're dealing with those issues right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we're, our country's leaving. We've been hearing this information for a long period of time. Right. I'm just saying for it to come from a source mm-hmm. as an influential person like Prince is, as it comes from that source, he's asking you a question. If your government wants to put a chip in your neck, do you still love your government? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a no brain again. Right. Jewels. This is this is information. This is jewels that he's dropping. This is a direct question. Now you think it's it's an easy answer, mm-hmm. but then he goes a little bit further. Um. Uh, he says we are running out of the essentials of life: oxygen, water, food, fertile earth. Underground right now, as we speak, there's a metropolis awaiting. Um, clean air food to eat will you go will you go underground to this metropolis this metropolis paradise underneath this metropolis there is food to eat clean air it's a paradise one condition microchip in your neck come on man so 
So as we deal with the surface level things right now, today in 2020. Right. Virus, G5 radiation, uh, energy, uh, electromagnetic frequencies. Right. Everything on the surface is toxic. And so basically, when, again, unpacking this message, what mm-hmm. he's telling me is that the layer of this planet is being destroyed. You know, there's no fresh air. There's no clean air. There's no good water. Mm-hmm. But the people who's creating this madness, this is my take from it. The people who's creating this madness has created a metropolis yep. under Earth mm-hmm. to where it's safe haven. It's mm-hmm. clear and fresh and clear from all of the trauma and all of the garbage that's on the surface. You can come here and most people jump into desperation. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for fresh air. They're looking for clean water. They're right. looking for an opportunity to be safe and feel comfortable. But the only way that you get this is if you accept this chip. Right. Right. That's biblical concept, but that's a governmental status right now. Mm-hmm. We're in a position to where right now, if we don't use the chips in our debit cards to purchase an item, they won't accept your money. Right. You can't just swipe it now. That's the chip. You have to insert the chip. And if anybody's for real then you know how these people take the chip now. You have to take that in consideration. Again, this is information coming from a very influential person. He's asking you. And if you do not want to be challenged, like Prince just said, if you do not want to be challenged, then I advise you to leave right now. Basically. Basically. And this lyric right here, as we unfold that verse, it's clear that you're in a predicament. Right. We're in a situation right now to where our faith is going to be tested and we're going to be challenged with an option. It's almost like Morpheus in the in in, in, in the Matrix. Right. Prince is asking you, here goes the red pill, here go the blue pill. That's a metropolis. Mm-hmm. You can either take this blue pill and act like there's not a, a society that can benefit you, or you can take this red one and realize how deep is this circumstance that we are all living in in a global epidemic and a pandemic right now that's so for real. Right. The next lyric is, do you trust your God? So with all of that being said, right, Metropolis, Chip, Freshwater, Toxic on the Surface, you can have all of this luxury and, 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 and safe haven if you accept the Chip in this underground, or do you love your God? Would you stay on top of the, would you stay on top of the Chip and await your fate? Mm. <clears throat> That's deep right there. So, what would you do? Oh man, come on, I'm going to stand on top of the Chip. And I will await my fate. Yep. Because I will not comply. I will not conform. Now I do the little pigeon dance here and there, you know, to cover my bills right now, to take care of important things. But when you pour, when you forcing a chip on me and you asking me to decide between my fate, my God, and this chip or surviving in your society, I'm on a I'm on a prince route because he knew what would happen to him if he exposed too much and spoke too much. Mm. I'm on the same level. I refuse to put myself in a predicament to where I will compromise uh, my God to give me the best service that I need in a time of crisis. Right. Nothing anybody else can do for me to make me feel better. So yeah. I stand on top of the chip. Right. You know, that's how I'm feeling. How you take it? Pretty much the same thing. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we've already been exposed to how much radiation, right? Mm-hmm. It's only going to continue to get worse. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to be here for the long haul and and take what's going to be given to us. Mm -hmm. Um, The Bible already lays it out for us. Already. We're seeing it unfold. We've talked about it. Already. And 
There's nothing you can do about God's it. God's already told us what's going to happen. We yeah. just have to we have to recognize it when it comes. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to come in whatever form it's going to come, and we just have to have our eyes open and wait mm-hmm. for it. And and that that's not to say that because then you know people ask these questions. It's probably going to get a little bit off subject, but people ask these questions about well, why does God allow these things to happen? Well, it's written there mm-hmm. in the book. And that's not to say that, that God wrote this horror story that he's just sitting back watching to ha- watching happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to unfold the way it's going to unfold because of how things happen in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve messed up. Mm-hmm. Things just happened. Trickle, yeah, unraveling Trickle this, down. Yeah. And then, you know, the devil's here just running rampant. Mm-hmm. Like and he's supposed and he to. has a he has a time period to yeah. do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's written in the Bible. Yeah. Once his time is up, yeah. God's gonna clean it up. Yeah. Bottom line. But he's got he's got his time to do what he's gonna do. It's like it's like a parent saying, I am gonna let you do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. But once your once your time is up, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a whoop I'm <laughs> you know. That, yeah, I'm gonna get that tail. Right. So, Facts. you know, that's basically what's what's going on. We have, you know, our time to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And man can only do so much. Mm-hmm. And and we can't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And some of us think we can and mm-hmm. we're going to find out that we can't. Mm-hmm. And they're going to call to they're going to call to God at some point. At some point, because it, everybody's going to. Once that time comes, yeah. everybody's gonna be like, "Man, you man, know." There's gotta be, like you said earlier. <laughs> there's gotta be. There's gotta be something. I'm not gonna rely right. on myself at this point. Right. I want to rely on in the inevitable or the the not so there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see you. I just believe that it's gonna be better. Right. You know, and I believe that as well. Yeah. So you know. And I want to add one other piece to that. Yeah. Whenever I hear people say, "Well, why would God let us go through these things, and why would He torture?" Them? I feel like within myself, this is what I take from. Everything you got to believe the fact that if God is not of the world, he's just in the world to wake his people up. The fact that God is all energy. Granted, he's all things, but he's all energy. So if the most high came here for his children, just like he came here for Christ, he came here not for the body of Christ, but for the life that was inside of Christ. So the spiritual, the love, the energy, the power of the the connection inside of the temple is what he came for. So when we go through these physical things, that's not his true concern. His true concern is how is our hearts and how is our spirit in alignment with the tragedies? Are we at peace regardless of what's going on? And if our spirit and our souls is at peace in the most high sand, the flesh, I have no concern for the flesh. The flesh can't come with me when I ask it to come home. It's the life inside of the body that comes with me. The only thing that can travel with the most high, the only thing that can travel and move around with God is the soul, is the spirit. So don't get wrapped up into the materialistic things that people see are happening uh, in the flesh. Think of if God showed up to you right now, he's going to take the soul inside of your body and your body's going to stay here. He doesn't take that because it's not his. It doesn't belong to him, nor do he want it. He want what's inside of you, you know, and if you can't become that energy and life force inside of you, then you would be the discarded food for earth, which is what the body is, you know, and I, I, I personally believe that. So it's not about what we see happening physically. It's more so about how is our spirit intact with all of these things that's going on. And if your spirit is in alignment, then the most high saying, that's my child, you know, and I need, I came to get you. I didn't come to get your body. 
I came to get you. So I need you to be ready to go with me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to be open to. That's what I'm open to. Right. You know, so <clears throat> throwing that part out there. As yep. I was taking a swig of my water. Take you a swig. <clears throat> Getting back on to the, the rest of these lyrics here. He says, without God, there is no country. Without God, there is no metropolis. Without God, there is no oxygen. There is no food to eat. There is Without God, there is no chocolate microchip for your neck. Mm-hmm. So basically, without God, there's there's none of that anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Facts. So it doesn't even make sense to try to go there. Right. If it is supposed to be a good place. Right. Right? So, you know, you, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. He says, one for me, two for you, preach a lie, not the truth. You give me candy, keep the stone, gonna need it in the war. I don't know what that's about. That's why I didn't highlight it, because I wasn't quite sure where he was going with that. So I feel that if you have anybody that's listening to this, if you can pinpoint and give us some feedback on what you take from that, because I want to unpack it a little more and and, and figure out it is, but some of the feedback would be pretty influential and I think important. Somebody might get that. And share it back with us. Yeah. Um, batter up, picture down. What your teachers say, it ain't sound. Pledge allegiance to your flag. You tie me to a truck and then you drag. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> the teacher's part is facts. In school, we're not being educated. We're not being taught actual history. We're not being taught actual literature of things that or valid in both historical aspects and modern day times. All the information that we get from our teachers on any level, not just in school, but I'm just saying knowledge in general from our government, uh, all of it's false, it's, it's, not, it's fabricated. It's not authentic and it's not uh, nutritional to the mind nor the spirit of us as people. Um, we say a, a leisure, pledge allegiance to the flag, you know, and tie me to a truck and you drag, I take that from um, <clears throat> that thing that happened to Jasper in Jasper, Texas when they tied, because around this time, you yeah. know, uh, tied him to the truck, the, the racist tied mm-hmm. him to the truck and drugged the brother. Um, I believe that when you stand in, in your truth, uh, there's a place for you and there's an example to be made of you. Yeah. And I take that situation and don't reveal truth when you got enough teachers presenting lies to people. Right. Uh, so... It's not easy. It's not easy to be woke. It's not easy to come to an awakening uh, and believe that you can thrive in this society that's so corrupt and evil. Uh, you can't be an awakened person or conscious person and share conscious information um, to try to wake the people up. If so, we're going to teach you a lesson. Yeah, basically. Yeah, literally, right? I mean, you either have a fight on your hands or... A lesson to be that's going to be taught, mm-hmm. or both. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Some of this repeats itself, but the next one is: uh, you give me AIDS, your history. When it comes to mine, another name. Many die, and this is true. Red, black, yellow, even Jew, claiming God was backing you. Uh, all across, what a fool. There's a lot in that one. There's a lot in that one. And if you really look at that, what's the first part of it? You give me age, your history, when it comes to mine, another name, many die, and okay. this is true. So you give me age, you give me your history, another name, 
Mm-hmm. So basically, you 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 stripping away from my identity. You stripping away the identity thread of a specific uh, circuit of people, uh, culture, generation, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And like almost like the Kunta Kinte Toby thing. Yep. They beat you until you change your name to what they wanted to be, and you take the history that they give you versus the history that's actually out here. Again. We're talking about Prince for anybody that's just tapping into this whole situation. We're unpacking some of his lyrics and we're putting it on the table like we're in a science lab and we're doing a dissection on a frog or something. Princeology. Princeology. <laughs> God dang it, Princeology. Good one, Dorothy. Yeah. Uh, this is Princeology. And, um, and in that sense, we again, we hear from scholars. We hear from... But these people have more influence than your professor at college do. Yeah. These people have more influence and more followings and more fan base than any political person that we know. True. Uh, so when they're speaking truth, you have to consume this. You got to eat the same word that they come when they talk in knowledge, the same way that you eat it when they're just entertaining you and speaking, you know, joy and fun and music and dance. Accept both of them. You got. You can't just eat one side of the message and not accept the other part. You mm-hmm. know, this dude is dropping real mm-hmm. knowledge to us and, and, and letting us know to be woke. You might like me as Prince and entertaining. I come through here with my gear on and my you know, f- finesse the whole fan base and crowd, but I'm going to drop some truth to y'all. And if you can't accept the challenge, then you need to get out. Pretty much. I love it. Um, let's see. Oh, well, he asked, shall I go on? And he says, so you say you got a cure HIV? I'm not sure. Every seed, fruit to bear, the great Babylon, I don't care. Which is America. Babylon is a new New America is Babylon, and that's what we all need to be mindful of. And a lot of you people that are tuning in, uh, outside of Prince and outside of anything, we should know. And if you don't know, America is the modern day Babylon. Just so we're clear, don't be an ignorant fool and think that well, God loves fools. Well, don't be foolish to think that you're just going to keep getting away with that. He loved foolish people because at some point you should be enlightened. And Prince is trying to awaken you and enlighten you at this particular time. Wake Facts. up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Uh, we know your name. It's the beast. All of God's child is your feast. Mm. When when the righteous one plant the seed, no more kids with mama, please. Only way to get there is the truth. In the war, come on me and you. And then the the last couple of um, verses actually come from his song, Gold. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, there's a mountain that's mighty high, can't reach the top unless you fly. Ain't about the money, it's about the gold. 21st century, money just got sold. Money just got sold, y'all. Check the date. It has been, it's all gone. Your pocketbook next. It's about the gold, y'all. Not not that whole mm-hmm. part, but the mm-hmm. very first part comes from gold. And we were just talking about the new currency. Yep, digital currency. So the explain, elimination of legal tender. Explain that to the peoples. So basically, we're in a situation to where now the new world order concept falls into place to where legal tender, uh, cash currency on any level, whether this country or any other country, cash currency is growing to the point where it's obsolete. Um, no exchanging of uh, cash, you know, everything is digital, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, 
things of that nature becomes the new digital currency. Uh, it's invisible money, which has always been invisible money because when we're dealing with feds and the IRS and people of that statue, uh, the government prints up bills, dollar bills and legal tenders out of thin air because they have the ability to say, oh, there's X amount of dollars in, in, in the bank and it's digital. It's all digital. It's just numbers, right? And so they have the power to print up money. And so now that they're eliminating money, uh, there's only a couple of ways that you would be able to access any type of currency, and that would be through digital. And it goes back to Prince talking about that chip on your neck. And it goes back to biblically in the Bible that says that the mark of the beast, and we look at the mark in your hand and the mark on your forehead. We look at modern day Congress people, government, presidential government, uh, uh, governances, and, and, and talking about um, the microchip. The uh, F F D whatever the chip is R F I D yeah the R F I D chip and we're talking about we can't you can't sit up here and hear the conversation about it happening and growing to manifest itself and and realize that it is in the Bible and it's talked about and now that we see it happening we want to throw a blind eye that's not what we do when Prince talking to you about the metropolis and would you accept the chip this is the way segue into the new world order. When they eliminate cash currency and people are thriving on the dollar to pay their bills to now you being challenged again. Now, this is a situation to where you do you stand on your chip? Do you stand on the surface of the chip and, and, and have your faith or do you comply? This is compliance with your hands being forced. You being put in a predicament to where you're either going to accept what we have to do if you want to thrive and socially live in this world or you're going to not accept it and be exiled and cast out predominantly thrown in jail and everything else that comes with it so that's the digital currency and that's why prince said the dollar has been sold it's done you know and it, again what people don't realize is that the only value that american currency have the american dollar had is the value that the american people put on it because a lot of other countries is not looking at the value of the american dollar because they understand the american dollar too much now that it has no value Everything is in the gold. Everything is in the silver. And America is predominantly bankrupt on gold and silver because we've been in debt with other countries like China and Russia who's bailed us out of a lot of situations. And so now we're in debt to them. And so all we have is the equity of the people. Mm -hmm. So America's uh, backup uh, to the cash dollar is the American people. So we're sold into positions to have value to any type of foreign exchange. Uh, so we're the slave laborers of the new economy um, when it comes down to what is what what's back in the American dollar. The people are. Yeah. You know, uh, the people in general are, are back in the American dollar and and we're being controlled in such a manner and we're being sold out to other countries as well, whether it's our information. And I know I'm going a little rampant, <clears throat> but that's that's what I'm getting from Prince when he talks about the dollar has been sold already. And, and we're not even paying attention to that. I think when it comes to Prince and, and some of these messages, he was, well, I mean, people said with music he was far ahead of his time. But Very I much. think he was as far as the messages go, too, because 2003, we didn't know what to do with that. Right. Not at all. Now. Now it's right on point. Oh, man, it's, on, it's spot on. It's spot on. You right. 2003. Oh, Prince, you you bugging. Right. <laughs> Bro, you reading too much into this, Prince. You reading way too much into this. Now, spot on. That, and it's crazy that he was he was so um, in tune to what was happening. 
way back then. If we're seeing it. Because again, he's a part of the industry that creates this content because a lot of the artists, when we look pay attention to the artists, the artists are delivering the agenda. Yeah. They're delivering the agenda in videos, music. Um, they're delivering it in, in image. Yeah. They're delivering it in, in movies. Celebrities are delivering in the propaganda. The agenda is in television. The agenda is in entertainment. The artists are the messengers of the puppeteers. It's puppeteers. And Prince will tell you from the jump that he was a puppet to the whole uh, uh, infrastructure of the industry. Yeah. He was a slave to it. He had to do what they say do. He had to write what they say write. He had to perform when they say perform. Then when he clicked on to it, like, hold on, man, look. <laughs> Y'all ain't finna, I'm not finna be doing that. Yeah. You know, and so he had his epiphany. Granted, he was writing about it before he caught the epiphany. But when he had his epiphany, it was a different change. Now he realized that by him talking, his time is limited. That's why he was producing and pumping out so much conscious information and conscious content in his music. And he didn't care if people uh, received it. He had a large enough audience to speak to. That's why if you're, if you're a Prince fan, then you need to pay attention to what he was really doing for his people. He was feeding you knowledge. He was giving you the information. In his absence, he hoped, like you said, in his passing, uh, we go back to his music and we start to listen to it. But now we're at a point to where you need to go back to the music and listen to what he was really telling you so that way you can find solutions to help prepare you for what's really going on. Because mm-hmm. now his lyrics are old, makes sense to modern day time. Right. Facts. Yep. I don't give a crap what anybody's saying. Yep. And if you're a real diehard Prince fan, then you will see that he was anti-government. He didn't believe in the system. He was in a position to where he had to comply in order to get to his levels. But once he got in, he got his foot in the door. Then he realized that too, like a like Christ, he was the ultimate sacrifice for the truth and the word. So he's going to speak the truth. And he knew that a consequence come with that, which is some information that we'll tap into somewhere down the line. But he knew, he knew off of the people that he was dealing with and the level that he was on, if he spoke truth too much, he knew exactly what happened to him. But he sacrificed himself to make sure that his people that was listening to him was not being fed crap but he was going to deliver them to the truth. And on his exit strategy, all he poured into the people was reality and truth about what's really going on. And I think he um, knew that for a long time, a lot, lot longer than I think some of us realized that he knew that. Very much. I would not doubt it. <clears throat> um, which, and like I said, or like you said, we'll get into that too. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of depth, actually. Yep. But you're right when you say that... Uh, the the artists and the and the people in the industry are the deliverers of of those um of those messages mm-hmm. because like we were talking about and we've been watching movies that were made years and years and years ago yeah. that are telling us exactly they're 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 images of exactly what's going on right exact now exact to the teeth um what was the movie that I had us watch uh contagion contagion yeah and to uh, the teeth I mean it's this and then there's another series on Netflix that I cannot remember the name of right now. Oh, Containment? Contaminant. Contaminant. It's a series now. It's the same, yeah. It's same, same situation. Thing. So I'm like, you know, and then the book, what's the book by? Uh, I forget her name. We'll, 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 we'll find it. But anyway, yeah, it, it this has all been written and and you know produced in movies and books and yeah. you know it's crazy um and i think uh at some point too we'll we'll probably do 
and off subject um, podcasts, maybe another like a short series or something on the whole G5 thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we will. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot of a lot of different content. This is going to be just the first first um, of a series when it comes to prints specifically and of um, our artist highlight. We haven't really come up with a name, but mm-hmm. um, I know it's Princeology right Prin- now. Princeology is a all of them going to be ologies. Pr- okay, so Tupacology, Mikeology, Mikeology, M- or MJology, MJology, however you want to put it. <laughs> but we're going to dissect yeah. that because yeah. those are three influential people that I know we're going to cover. Yeah, Prince, Michael Jackson, and, and Tupac, Tupac Shakur for sure. Yeah, but we could start tapping into a whole bunch of other people. Um, Jimi Hendrix. Another Bob okay. Marley. Yep. All of these people have information, and all of them lost their lives out of out of revealing truth. Right. Every single one of them lost their lives by revealing truth because they was a part of a system that they knew too much about. Mm-hmm. Prince knew way too much about the music industry to be talking about how he was talking. They considered that rebellious and and and, and treason mm-hmm. to the code of the industry. You yeah. can't reach a Prince status and a Michael Jackson and Tupac status level. And start speaking consciously to the viewers, millions of people that are watching you. And if you say that Sony or if you say that such and such record company is crooked and they vile people, come on, man. They're not saying that for nothing. They're saying it because they want you to know what's really going on. And if you were a real diehard fan, don't listen to me. Don't listen to Dorothy. Listen to the person that you said you were a fan of. And then when you start hearing the truth, just like the Matrix says, 99% of the people in the world do not want to be unplugged. That 1% of people that do want to be unplugged, you become unplugged, but you become a loner amongst your own selves. And when you start to speak enlightenment to other people, people will rather kill you than allow themselves to be awakened. Yeah. And that's the type of scenarios that Prince and people are doing. Because just like with anybody, like with Christ, when Christ passed, nobody gave a crap about uh, what his actual message was after the fact, he's going take the head, the body will fall. You get what I'm saying? And so even with a following like Prince, when when Prince was excluded from the equation of everything, most of his fans forget that. Oh damn, I'm following him because he's actually feeding me. This is actual food for thought. As he's absent, how do we revisit? His archives. How do you go back to those albums and start saying, what is he saying to me? Mm-hmm. Because he's a prophet. You get what I'm saying? Prince is a prophet. Those are people on status levels that prophesy information that they want their fans to follow. I'm not saying that Prince is God. I'm not saying Michael Jackson or Tupac is God. But what I am saying is they are in the God-like sense, which all people are supposed to be in. They're making acts of God. They're godly people. They, they tapped into something... That and they talked about it. Mm-hmm. They tapped into something where they knew that they had a a, a calling. Yeah. And and limited time. And and they 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 wanted to make sure that they um they did as much as they could with that. Mm-hmm. So it was more than just making music. Yeah, very much. Music was their way to get certain messages out. Yeah. And. Yeah. And build a following. And and build a following. And as long as they had that platform, mm-hmm. they knew that they had a they had a, a calling that they mm-hmm. had to do something with. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Michael talked about that all the time. All the time. Prince, Prince knew that he had that. So I mean, that's why I say it. I mean, 
it, it doesn't frustrate me. Like I said, I, I know people have to have a, a um, an outlet because people mm-hmm. are getting frustrated being in the house and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I, I just I want people to remember that Prince was more than than just um, an artist and a performer. Just the the party mm-hmm. thrower mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> you know. Um, if and people keep saying, well, imagine all the the music that he would be producing right now, and all the live streams that we would be invited to to watch while you know he's mm-hmm. in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine what he'd be talking about right now, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be just you know all fun and games. Pastime music. It, he would. Spot it on. wouldn't be all that. Not at all. He would. He, he would have a lot of deep stuff that he'd be talking about right now. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Because anytime. There's some kind of crazy stuff going on in the world. He had something to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. So let's not forget the depth of Prince mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. his absence. He's not here. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're a diehard fan, what he wouldn't, and I believe this now that I, I got a clear perspective of Prince, a clear visual. What he would what he would say if he was here is the same things that he's been saying the whole time. You just have to revisit in his absence because, like most prophets, most prophets they prophesy they speak about the future in a, in, a, in a way to where uh, for that time it's probably a, a parable to a lot of people. Oh, I didn't understand what it was until the moment that you inside of the situation. You're like, oh, that's what it meant. His all of his music was conversations for today's time mm-hmm. it was conversation for today's scenarios situations so honestly all person have to really do is go back to his music and if you again if you're a diehard fan i don't care i don't you might be a wannabe prince fan and you like the information or the, the entertainment but if you're a diehard prince fan i challenge you just like he's challenging you i challenge you to go and sit and listen to the music in this time of quarantine and really unpack it take your notes on it listen to what he's saying and again, this is not coming from a comedian. This is not coming from somebody that just talked because we got lips on our face. This is coming from somebody who knew that his time was borrowed. He was on limited time. He had to build a large enough fan base because he knew once he started popping true, true, true facts, then he knew that his, his, his hour was up. And he had to make sure that he had enough people to reach out to to share this information only for you to sit down right now in 2020 and apply the methods of what his information was back then. And I want to ask a favor because as as you um, Prince fans, definitely Prince fans know, his catalog is very vast. Mm-hmm. So if you have any song suggestions for us to look at and unpack, please uh, hit me up or hit Thread up or hit both of us up and let us know. Mm-hmm. Um we already have a list, but go ahead and suggest anyway. And if it happens to not be on the list, we'll add it. Um, anything that you think that has any kind of a, a message in it, mm-hmm. whether it be a socially conscious message yeah. or a religious message or mm-hmm. any any kind of depth to it, anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go ahead and look at it and we'll we'll dissect it. And, and make sure it's Prince-based. Don't just start sending random stuff. Yeah. I, it's got to be his content. And Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael too. Yeah. Um, of Tupac. Yeah. Go ahead and start sending us other artists. Um, yeah. and and we'll go ahead and add those to the list for future, uh, future shows. 
um yeah and then what we're going to do is probably um start structuring this where we do um one of these shows a week that we release and then um we can do uh like a live yeah we'll do like a facebook live or something um to follow it up and discuss mm -hmm. uh so we'll we'll put all that information um out there once we kind of figure it all out this yeah. is this is the first go around so we'll we'll figure it all out and and let you guys know what happens and uh we're going to try to get this podcast up and running and get some followers going so we can get this up on all platforms and mm -hmm. get a following so mm -hmm. all right so on that note cmcc the movement change media change culture shout outs to dorothy anthony that's me the purple style production and official Com. that's my spell i love it man <laughs> i love it so i don't have anything else to say dorothy i'm done all right until we connect with you guys later on uh Again, go listen to your songs. You heard what Dorothy said in the mix of it. If you got content information and things that you feel should have been revealed, just send that stuff to the link that we have here, and we'll start unpacking it. We'll look into it and see how we bring it to the table and uh, feed everybody for the soul.